0: On January 2nd, the first UFC event of the year features two of the most exciting fighters of all time. UFC welterweight champion Ruthless Robbie Lawler defends his title against the natural-born killer, former champ Carlos Condit. UFC 195, live January 2nd from MGM Grand Garden Arena. This is crazy!
1: the third time you fought for a UFC title how's this fight, how's this fight different uh, I feel like I'm more mentally prepared uh... I feel like I have I have a resolve right now to uh, to seize this moment and you know, this is this is my time you know it's, it's now or never uh, you know this is the the, the pinnacle of, of my career I feel like I've been working my entire life my entire career for this this moment for this fight for this title shot uh, so it's now or never now or never.
0: How frustrating has it been? Obviously, you had that with the fire tire on and you had that injury and it, sort of, it, it set you back it set you back with the, with the way the division has developed since then how frustrating has it been for you to sort of have to almost sort of sit back and watch this develop and then try and work your way back up again
1: I wouldn't say it's very frustrating I mean out of uh, you know 12 or 13 years competing professionally this is my first major injury this is my first major layoff um it's, it's part of the game, and, you know, it's, it, it comes with it. If you're going to step in there and you're going to fight at a very, very high level professionally, you're bound to get injuries. You're bound to have setbacks and layoffs. So, you know, it's just, it just comes with the territory. When you say now or never, does that mean this is your last bit for a title, do you think this, this could be your last opportunity to win one? Could be. I think it could be my last opportunity to win a title, yep. And is that because... another bid or you want to move on to something else after after this you know i don't i'm just 100 percent focused on this and maybe there is maybe i'm wrong i could be wrong but i'm definitely i see this as kind of you know the a climax you know of, of of everything that i've been working towards so i mean that's my mindset right now you did face some critics, though, in actually just getting the title shot in the first place. Your former opponents didn't have some nice things to say. Was that motivation for you? Did you just ignore it? How did it affect you? Uh, well, you know, my job is to fight and also promote myself and ask for fights and ask to you know, for title fights. Um, I didn't make the decision, you know. Like, if they want to be upset with somebody, they can be upset. At, you know, whoever made the decision. Uh, I don't know why Tyron didn't get the fight. Uh, Johnny Hendricks can't even really make weight to fight. So, I mean, he, it would have been all this buildup, and then he wouldn't have made weight. Um, Tyron, I don't know why he didn't get the fight, um, but he gets the next title shot apparently. So, um, you know, I don't know. So he's the next guy you expect to face a with. Uh Yeah. Given the way Robbie's fight went with Rory, and given you know, your reputation, a lot of people are expecting you know a really exciting war with back and forth. Just talked to Robbie, and he was like, "Yeah, that's definitely not the goal. He just wants to go out and dominate." I mean, how do you feel about that? What are you expecting? What, what do you want to see from this fight? Uh, I want to see me with my hand raised at the end, with the title belt around my waist. You know, I don't care how it happens, uh, but you know, I, I plan on getting in there and finishing Robbie Lawler.
0: Talk to us about the atmosphere up there in Albuquerque. I was just talking to Holly earlier and it seems like the, the gym is a real extended family and everyone seems to really sort of rally around Holly for that title fight. Give us give us your take on, on her achievements and where she sits now in the UFC.
1: Well first of all, I'm just super proud of her. I've been been around Holly and we've come up together as fighters since since I was like 18 or 19 years old, we were fighting on, on the same cards. We we're fighting on mixed cards where they'd have like a boxing match, an MMA match, and then like a kickboxing match. Um, and she was kickboxing at the time. I was doing MMA, and so somebody who's you know homegrown from Albuquerque to you know re- reach this pinnacle and to do do what she did, go out there and, and you know beat a star like Ronda, uh, you know we're we're just super proud of her. And
0: given given the the public reaction up there in Albuquerque, there's 20,000 people came out to sort of uh, celebrate how much of a sort of a I'm just trying to think of the right words so a trade off or, or reaction is there an overspill for you guys in the gym. Do you are you feeling that that extra lift as a result of that and more extra support from the local the local community up there in Albuquerque. they you've got your fights coming up? I mean
1: Albuquerque is a fight town anyway so they're they're proud of Holly but they've always been proud of Holly. They've always been proud of, of of their fighters. You know we, we don't have any professional sports coming out of Albuquerque. It's it's the fighters who are representing Albuquerque on a on a world stage. As far as the uh, the the energy in the gym, we've had a really really great atmosphere recently you know, we have a new facility I have a lot of people coming in to kind of bolster the, the talent uh, that's that already there um, there's a great sense and a spirit of uh, collaboration between everybody and uh, you know things are just rolling they, there's, there's good things going on. Sorry, TJ was saying that because of McGregor now they have to promote McGregor kind of did a uh make you guys do a new job, promote more and more five in order to get attention. Do you feel like that way as well? Um well I think he definitely raised the bar. Um uh, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything other than what I've done before. You know, I'm I'm not gonna try to be anybody that I'm not. I mean I uh yeah, i for the most part, go out there and do my do my talking out there in, in, in the octagon, and, and uh, that's that's done well for me. People, people like to watch me fight, so I think just putting me on the card sells the fight in itself. Uh, and how does this fight between him and also uh I don't know. I have no idea how the fights going to go. Honestly, um, on paper, I I would say Aldo wins. If I had to bet, I would say Aldo wins. But I am not counting McGregor out. I think all the hype and all the talk and everything may may play into uh, 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 McGregor's favour
0: and may play against Aldo so I have no
1: idea <laughs> honestly you're a
0: professional fighter you've been fighting for a long time but you're also a family man and with your fighting style especially in the division that you're fighting in There's an awful lot of real wars that you find yourself in. And obviously, Robbie Lawler, that on paper, that looks like that that, that may be another one. How acutely aware of you are are you of that cumulative effect of damage of being in these big five-round fights that go the distance, trading heavy shots, and obviously your life after fighting?
1: well yeah it, it is the fights it is the fights that we take a lot of damage but uh, there's also the the aspect of the, of the training camps you know what you don't see is that the, the hours and the and, and the rounds and the hits that we're taking in preparation for these fights so um, that's definitely something that I've been cognizant of for the last you know maybe maybe three or four years maybe even longer um, definitely uh, uh, made a point to you know protect you know pr- protect myself to, to the best of my ability it's not it's not possible to avoid Everything, yeah, but um, it's it's definitely something that I keep in mind.
0: Does it affect your decision on how long you, you'll continue to fight from this point? So, for example, I mean, if you're going in there and blasting people out in one round, obviously that's less impact on your body as an ongoing thing. Say so, so you have a five-round war with Robbie, and a rematch is, is, is put on the table. Perhaps you have another one. How how far? How many of those wars do you think you still have left in you before you think, okay, I've got to look after myself here. I've got family life and everything to look forward to after retirement.
1: It's hard to say, um, and it and it really depends on the the size of the fight. Does the risk to reward ratio make sense for me? Um, if if the fight's not that big of a fight, and, and the fight and the, the the money's not there, you know, I, I have to evaluate um, and, and and take that into account. Uh, but it's definitely something that I that I have to think about. Um, you know, I'm trying to get in there and hit the other guy and not get hit. Carlos Condit is coming to finish. finish, finish. My game plan: go in there, and knock him out.
0: I come to fight, no matter what happens. I keep coming. I'm the champ. I'm here to stay.
1: I love to fight. You know, plain and simple. You know, I, I do it for free. I'll be thinking the same thing I have before every really other fight: chin down, hands up, go out there and take this dude out.